Welcome to another episode of Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. My name is Sida and I'm with my co-host Sohan. How are you going, Bora? Good, Vida. Excited to be recording another episode. Here in Victoria, we kicked off club cricket or community cricket. Played a game on Saturday and now here recording an episode for the podcast. So, I'm pretty excited. How about you? Yeah, yeah, me too. I played a game yesterday and... Uh, it's pretty hard. I found it really hard to get up from the bed. Maybe the age getting into me now. But did you get a win or? Yeah, our boys got up. It was a good win. Playing at home. Um, won the first game. Sets us up well for the season. So I'm looking forward to it. And correct. So body. First game's always tough on the body. But then I think we get through it. We had a close game. We lost by 20 runs. But early season, you know, a lot to play yeah. for. So. Hopefully, we'll win a few games uh, and make the finals. Yeah, there's, we've got a lot to talk about. I mean, we've been doing two podcasts a week uh, during the World Cup. And uh, I feel like we haven't done done an episode for a long time. But, uh, so, a lot happened uh, since the World Cup final. Australia won the T20 World Cup. And Mickey Arthur's tenure at Sri Lanka ends after the West Indies series. We had an LPL draft and uh, there's few controversies in there as well. We had Mahela Jayawadana inducted into ICC Hall of Fame. And um, Ashes is just around the corner. few controversies in the Ashes uh, news as well. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, I think we'll start with T20 World Cup. Pura. Yeah, I mean, a lot of analyzing being done in the T20 World Cup. End of the day, team that wasn't, you know, no one gave much uh, I did. wasn't a lot talked about Australia. We had a chat as well. We said they they were the team that has hasn't been doing a lot as a team together. They, the squad was dispersed. Um, they got into Ashes. I mean, Ashes was the focal point, and then end up going there training, trying to get a squad playing together. Mm. Uh, when when it mattered the most, they um, got the results they needed and. Deserving winners end of the day against New Zealand. Big brother effect took over, but is what I could think of, um, especially when it comes to the bowling. New Zealand's bowling was bullied, uh, is the term I could use for where they like Tim Saudi was, wasn't the Tim Saudi we've seen. It's that effect Warner has over um, Saudi. Um, and the rest of the followers, pretty bowlers were pretty much part-timers to that effect. It was such a dominant display. Yeah. Um, and deserving winners. Good result for Australia. Um, well, uh, well uh, you, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> now, I was going to say, Vida, you called it right towards the middle when you swapped teams and it said Australia, you never know. Uh, looks like they've changed it. They might pull, pull out winners. So, um, good call on that one. Yeah, they, they had the form behind them. But there was another factor um, winning the World Cup. Bora, I mean, 12 out of 13 games were won by side batting second at Dubai. And so basically it was a toss that decided most games. And uh, Captain Finch won how many? Six out of seven tosses. So the luck was definitely it was with uh, Australia. Yeah, spot on. I think um, Finch, you know, didn't do a lot with the bat, but he won the all-important tosses and um, the team tends to follow that 
the, you know, the, when he sets up the team well with his leadership, Toss was a main factor. He could, he, he would probably walk in saying, jobs are half done. My, as a captain, <laughs> I won the toss. Rest is up, set up for you guys. Kind of that, that's the banter he'll be putting into that. <laughs> you know, they, they got better, you know, as they went along in the tournament. And uh, you can see as a unit, they were, they were playing really good cricket. So David Warner, play of the tournament. But in my book, Adam Sampa was the play of the tournament because he had a terrific tournament. He was really, he, he was bowling really well. And um, I feel like he's been robbed. <laughs> but you were right, like they... They did everything right. And um, even in the run chase, when they lost wickets, they did not, you know, they did, did not panic. They kept on attacking because they knew that the dew was dew was there and uh, uh, Saudi and the spinners couldn't really grip the ball. And uh, Saudi, you said he wasn't the same because I don't think he, he bowled his slow balls at all because it was really hard to grip the ball. So unlucky for yeah. New Zealand. Congrats to Australia. Good topic to venture into would be with, I mean, the international cricket calendar next is, I mean, we've just finished a World Cup and India within 72 hours or two to three days started playing a series against <laughs> New Zealand. Um, shows the amount of cricket that India is playing. For me, I felt, I think at the start as well, I, I wrote India off early with the top four because I felt... They couldn't get the 11 sorted. Uh, number one mistake I think they did was playing Hardik Pandya in that 11. He, was, he wasn't bowling and him as a, not playing as a bowler, I think it threw off the balance. And also India should have been quick to make the changes to have him on. Nonetheless, mm. they could do it. Um, but soon as the series ended, um, Rahul Dravid and Rohit Sharma started their era of Indian cricket of the leadership group. Um, at, the, at the moment, I think the last T20 match is being, going to be played a couple of hours away from, from the time of recording. India up mm. 2-0, but it shows the amount of cricket that is being played. Sri Lanka on the back end, we are heading into a test series with West Indies. Mm. A big switch. Imagine, we. I mean, we both discuss about the um, coaching, having to have that split um, coaches across the formats. Miki Hata has to quickly reset from a World Cup ca- campaign of T20 cricket to test mode. So how mm. quickly can he change it around? On how much of an effect he is in that playing group? I'm not really sure, but uh, West Indies going in, we're playing West Indies as we speak. Mm. Um, the test series next so that's the amount of cricket that is played around the world with that yeah no no you're right I mean we are 150 for one at the moment I was just checking the score um, um, we talked about Mickey Arthur his tenure ends with Sri Lanka at the end of the West Indies series so it's his final final series with Sri Lanka he's heading to yeah. Derbyshire we talk about the test series a bit later on uh, shall we Talk a bit about Mickey Arthur because he, you know, he had his troubles uh, with the players, with the uh, with the administration and all that. But um, he finished. He's going to finish his tenure at Sri Lanka uh, in a high, isn't he, Bora? Mixed reactions with her. 
Um, I think uh, <laughs> that's the honest opinion I can put. I think you and I always have this discussion <laughs> with him. Um, he'll finish on a high in terms of changing or changing the players' um, attitude because he never let loose on the fitness side of things. That's one mm. good thing about him. He kept the bench and he kept it there itself. He didn't, mm. you know, let loose and, okay, I might let go of the fitness element and see, try to bring players back in. So he was constant on that aspect, um, which was a good sign and a mood mm. shift that we needed. As a coach, result-wise, mixed reaction, there were a lot of lows in between the little highs we had. Um, mm. I think, I mean, we are excited with what we've gotten as a result from the World Cup. But in the World Cup as well, we had a, a massive figure there, which I always think uh, played a part in uh, the person we love talking about in this show, Mahela Javadhan. <laughs> so, um, and so I don't know, I'm, I've got mixed reactions on, the, on, on his effort. Um, nonetheless, he had a good stint with this. We, we've seen in, um, I've read in the media, a few of the players come out in support and appreciate mm-hmm. what he's done for. Uh, but I didn't see that uh, during his time uh, mm-hmm. in the media. I haven't seen that reactions um, yeah. through his So I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. I knew how you feel about Mickey Arthur. That's why I tried to put you on the spot. But but now he's gone. You know, who do you think will come in? I mean, you mentioned Mahela. He's he's recently been inducted into ICC Hall of Fame. Uh, he's the third Sri Lankan to uh, inducted into ICC Hall of Fame. I mean, ideally, he's the one like as Sri Lankans to take over the coaching job. But I'm not sure he. I'm not sure he will. I don't think he'll be able to. Um manage especially with family um mm. uh, he's got a young daughter that he needs like we've got the young family so we know the importance of being around family a national coach does take a fair bit of your time mm. away from it especially now during covid times having longer uh, series having um, to isolate before test series um, that kind of extends the time you're away from home and the commitment um, playing pretty much 365 days of being a national coach is a hard role to do. Mm. Uh, we've seen when as soon as it's a shorter series, shorter effect, you have more commitment and the energy within that coaching group is mm. at a high. I think the direction we have to move forward. Mm. Um, but I think he'll play an effect on the leadership group, grooming them in. So that key figure into who will be the national coach, a few names to toss up there. I think the support structure will have a change as well. Number one, I think Grant Flower's time as a batting coach will be uh, will end. The spin bowling and the fast bowling of Vasi and uh, Pial Vijayatunga, I think that will be con- cons- constant. They'll continue, mm. um, which they've continued in the past as well. I think they've had yeah. stints in the team, so that will be that um, local um, coaching group that takes mm. on. Interesting to see who will come into that mix. Um, I'm sure within uh, the committee of let with Tom Moody, Murali, Sangakkara, Mahela, oh. and Arvinder, 
there'll be a coach that will come into the mix. Um, Some person would be like to see in that mix. We hear in the local coach um, Mm. person coming in, which at the moment, the popular name is Roshan Mahanama. Uh, but I think that will be more of a director of cricket for the Sri Lankan team mm. or more of a man-manager role. Mm. Uh, getting into a more technical coach. Um, I could think of a lot of good names. It's just that would Sri Lanka be tempting enough to get them in um, is mm. another question that we see. So, Come on, give us a name. <laughs> <laughs> I've read, not read. Ooh, <laughs> good one. Um, I have two names in my head. You want me to go ahead? Yeah, I'll let you go ahead. I can't. Yeah. I can't uh, the name. Well, this is what I see on news, and you know, I'm trying to connect the dots, dots here. One name popped up is Navid Nawaz, who's currently coaching in Bangladesh, and I recently saw. Graham Ford, he's ending his contract with Ireland. So, you know, he had a good stint with Sri Lanka. So I don't know whether this is, whether it's coincidence or, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll, the time will tell. <laughs> yeah. Is no, there any so other names you're thinking? Those two are the ones in my head. For me, I mean, what I would love as a, coach or, or play or people to come in uh, um, top of the list Trevor Bayliss mm. if his stint ends with the IPL mm. having a good connection with Sri Lanka I don't know if he'll take on depends on where he is at but I'd love to see him involved with mm. Sri Lanka another person would be Gary Kirsten former coach has had successful stint so mm. These are high-profile names, so yeah. if we can manage to get one of them, would be a massive one for us. But because we because we have a strong leadership group in that five names I name, it's yeah. not impossible to get one of yeah. these coaches now. Because um, if we are approaching, I'm sure Tom Moody will have an effect on who, mm. who, who are the coaches we are going to speak into. So mm. that's why I feel more confident we'll be able to get in a good figure in. We'll wait and see how, exactly how read um, Graham Ford's uh, uh, name there. But then there was a fact that looked like it was a bit of a burnout of being away from family and stuff. So he needed a break. So uh, that kind of threw me off. But still a bit of a sniff there probably yeah. uh, where they were approached him. Um, but with uh, just a topic with the coaching team, what do you think will attract a coach to come and take on the gig of leading Sri Lanka cricket um, mm. for anyone for job offers on? Well, the thing is, like you mentioned, the time because of with this um, with COVID bubbles and all that, it's it's really tough for a foreign coach to. Um, stay away from their family because you can't take your family with you as well so one reason Ricky Ponting said no to Indian job is that because you know you're, there's so much cricket being played and it's really hard uh, with your family life so for me I think we are going into an era where you find um, coaches from your own country 
I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's why I'm, you know, I want Mahela to, Mahela or someone uh, from Sri Lanka to take over the job. We don't know what's, you know, what will happen in the next couple of years with COVID. So you ideally need someone, you know, because you play a lot of cricket at home and at least yeah. you have that time in your country with to spend with your family. So that's yeah. something, that's that's what I, how I see it. That's good. I think let a good way to end this topic would be the structure will change because hmm. of the coaching roles getting uh, ended at the end of this period. So um, the head coach of Mickey Arthur to even uh, Grand Flower ending the stint. Hmm. So that frees up a budget for Sri Lanka cricket to work yeah. around. So do they go with a foreign coach and another foreign batting coach? Or do they go with a local coach and a specialized coach into batting overseas? Mm. Those are some of the toss-ups that they'll be thinking. Like um, we've seen, or do we have a good man-manager role um, in a local coach? And we open up shorter stints that is we've you've seen in the media of batting consultants or bowling yeah. consultants for short series do we open the budget up to sign up uh, international coaches or mm. especially batting or more or less batting coaches to fill that gap that's mm. something that is probably what you'll be tossing up like um uh, Jack Callis was part of a batting consultant. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Hayden. Hirat spin consultant for Bangladesh. Matthew Hayden, mm. uh, Pakistan. Yeah. Do we free up our budget to get uh, people like that for specialized roles? So again, it becomes that shorter series. Yeah. We sign them up. If you're touring Australia, can we sign up a Matthew Hayden? Yeah. Bringing that bit of approach. To the to the Sri Lankan structure, yeah. and we have a designated uh, head coach of a which mm. is a local authority. So yeah. since we are getting number one, we are getting our finances freed up to open that up, mm. as well as um, have time to think about the structure. Do we go down that line and try mm. to have one spot open to rotate around mm. with one main player? So those those are the areas that they'll be discussing. I think the batting bowling roles will stay constant. Mm. Um, those are changes I'll be thinking about. He will be with us till December. So, I mean, but we will hear new developments, you know, soon. So uh, we're going to keep an eye on that. Um, shall we move on to LPL draft? Para? <laughs> yep. There's a few raised eyeballs because quite a few key players, including Angelo Matthews, KJP, Dinesh Chandimal didn't get picked. And uh, since then, SLC have come out and said they're going to include 10 more players into the franchises. So, I mean, I was surprised. I was like, um, because this tournament is meant to be a tournament where showcase uh, your country's talents and uh, letting young players to come through and uh, we are not using our own best players in a league so i was i was like what's going on here what what were you thinking 
Yeah, uh, firstly, uh, so with the LPL, it's a, it seems to be a stumbling block every every month or whenever until we get to play in the first game of of the LPL tournament. We know it's a tournament we need um, for the benefit of Sri Lanka cricket. The players that were weren't in the draft, yes, it was um, shocking. I was trying to justify why uh, they were missed out. I knew there were players who will miss out um, because of the transition through. But st- some of the players like uh, Angie and KJP, Praveen mm. um, Vikrama, I think they have to play a part in that mix. And it was good to see uh, with, I think Mahela Jayavadana raised a point on Twitter that... Um, yeah, I saw that. Mahel is the only one who will come out and say something, Bora. And then, then SLC uh, respond to that and they put, put an announcement saying they're going to have 10 more players into the franchises. <laughs> yeah, much needed reaction. So that was good to see from them. For me, like from the outset, soon as Jaffna was Stallions or Kings, I can't remember what they named. No, it was Stallions. But, yeah. Now they're Jaffna Kings. They change uh, okay. the... yeah. So I feel, yeah, we don't know what the mix is, but Jeff Nastalians looked like a good setup at that time. Um, yeah. So yeah. a lot of ownerships have changed over in the, uh, during this period. I think it's mm. still changing as we speak. Players getting rotated around, but hopefully we keep stumbling around and then come December, December 5th, or when the tournament's ready to kick yeah. off, we get it on track. That's the we need to get it on track in Awful. accordance with ICC having a good um, strong hold of it. Um, if not, mm. it will go downhill very fast, and there'll be a lot of uh, things circulating around it. And yeah. corruption being number one on that list. So yeah. um, hopefully that that's kept at a distance, and we are able to conduct the tournament well because. Um, it, it is a tournament we need. We've had good players coming out from that uh, mm. from that tournament. No, no, you're spot on. Like, we can't afford not to have this tournament every year, you know. But but you're right. Um, you don't want to get into trouble with ICC as well. So they'll have to... I don't know. The, maybe it's just a Sri Lankan thing. We wait till the last minute to sort things out. Then, then we hope for the best and... Almost all all of the time we get it get it right. So I hope it's the case this time as well. Yeah, the the franchise ownership has changed. Um, one of the local companies have claimed the Colombo team's uh, ownership, and um, so <laughs> Angie. This is this is what I saw in news. And uh, Angie, who wasn't even got picked in the draft, and apparently he's he's the captain of a new franchise. So we'll. Uh, Keep our eyes on that, and when we hear more, we'll 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 definitely talk about LPL for the next few weeks. So we'll keep you updated about that. Um, let's move let's move down to goal, Bora. It's it's been a while. I've I've been to goal. I would love to be there. I've seen the pictures, the drawn pictures of the goal stadium. It looks absolutely stunning. Um, yeah, the West Indies and Sri Lanka, they're playing their first test match in goal at the moment. Uh, a while ago, we were 155 for one. Dimut Karanatna is batting well. 
in this game there's another milestone uh, came up icc chief match referee ranjan madugale is officiating his 200 test match so uh, 100 for <coughs> ranjan madugale we've been watching lots of t20 cricket for the last few months and you know i'm pumped to see uh, a test match playing uh, in sri lanka for a yeah goal test matching goal there can't be any like very few other venues can match that um two matches if, this time yeah two matches <laughs> in goal purely from a, for any traveler or visitor going out to watch a goal test match that's a pretty good event i mean you watching the test match itself it's a mm. it's a test of proper subcontinent cricket um coastal area <clears throat> once you finish the game of cricket you can have a meal um, oh. at a restaurant close by enjoy the um, sri lankan flavors uh, finish it off with a lion beer that's um, oh. it's just lovely atmosphere down there um, test two test matches in goal um generally uh the fortress for sri lanka especially we, at, we normally start a series there just to have control of the series of of any um, test series that we play um playing two test matches there could be um a logistical thing um yeah. but we i wouldn't think we'll complain saying no to two test matches in ball especially as a spinner mm-hmm. um looking at the playing 11 we've announced we've announced two left arm spinners one or two um all round spinners is yeah. i think a fair assessment of ramesh mendis and dananjay de silva um we spoke to about we weren't sure who the all spinner was going to play so yeah. i don't see uh, a classif- like classified all spinner been uh, playing in the level. ramesh would be that is more from the ramesh i've seen or heard like following his cricket he's always been the all round spinner he mm-hmm. might have improved on his skills we'll we'll have an assessment of it at the end of this test series probably over this match interesting we've gone with two quicks two right arm quicks of uh, ushmanth and suranga lakmal from a bowling point of view Hmm. um no debutants in this game so which was which is um interesting generally we tend to dish out a um, few um debuts uh formats we thought tarit aslank is gonna make his debut. debut at his home ground in goal but not to be but yeah no no you're right yeah so i would have I personally would have liked to see Vishwa playing uh pure mm. the fact that he's a left arm uh, fast bowler mm. and would create a bit more of the rough for the mm. left arm spinners because we are playing two left arm spinners so that would have been a good option and gives Dushmant a bit of a break as well to recover and uh, yeah. if we needed him we would have played him for the second test but yeah. i think the management would have monitored his fitness see how he is going and made the call that he is ready for this uh, test match hmm. um in goal playing out and out fast bowlers is a good one uh, with the slowness of the pitch so yeah. far we've again won the critical toss uh, like finch did for australia <laughs> they uh, won the toss uh he's batting at the moment and he's leading the team from the front which is a good result he hasn't played cricket over a period of time yeah. so him getting off the ranks early was a key uh, 
I'm sure he's satisfied with his uh, show showing case of the innings so far. Angelo Matthews, as we speak, yeah. walking out to the middle. We appear to be two down now. Um, so Dimuth and Angelo uh, batting through. Looks like Angie is batting at number four. Uh, yep. He normally used to bat at number five, so that's a good number for him to come in, have more strength, uh, have that stability in the order. Hmm. Um, yeah, if we get up to if we get up to score above three three fifty, uh, sets the game up well for us. So that we can control things from there, as it stands, one sixty odd for two. Yeah, fifty runs more will set the tone for us to control from there. So yeah. um, exciting times. That's the bowling mix with her. What do you reckon about the batting setup that we've gotten? Well, we got we got we had a really good opening partnership with Patum and Dimut. Dimut on ninety one at the moment, and uh, yeah. I think they debated. Whether to play Oshada Fernando or uh, Asalanka, then they went with Oshada. Yeah. Angelo Matthews is playing after six months, so I'm 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 glad to see him back uh, in Sri Lanka. Kalesbura, you know, he's he has a major part to play in the years to come, like at least for the next two three years for Sri Lanka cricket uh, in in the Red Bull, uh, especially in the Red Bull uh, Red Bull cricket, and. Uh, Dananjay De Silva and Dinesh Chandimal. Then Ramesh Mendis batting at number seven, as you said, he's more of a all-rounder. So um, I think uh, Dimut's been batting really well for the last last year. He's got a double hundred against Bangladesh as well. Uh, he's having a having a good form, top of the order. So runs is the key. First innings runs is the key at goal, and the weather plays. A big part as well, especially this time of the year, you get uh, those evening showers. So that's something we'll have to look at as well. So now I'm. Um, this is something I, I want to watch for the next couple of weeks. You know, I I, I miss watching uh, red ball cricket. So I'm going to enjoy watching Test cricket, especially when you're when they're playing at goal. We have a big chance of winning. I'll be glued to the TV. Yeah, that's looking exciting times for us um, with the Test series. Um, we'll keep a close eye. We'll have a lot of discussions about this test series. I, I just have a feeling it's a it might be a there'll be a lot of uh, topics that we'd like to discuss, especially the different passages of play. Um, so we'll keep a close eye out and uh, discuss about that. Venturing out into more test cricket in uh, Australia, we've got the Ashes kicking off. Mm. You know, a bit of a continuing with uh, Test cricket, moving into Australia, we've got um, Ashes cricket kicking off. That's going to be an exciting time here in Australia to follow that. Australia, a bit of a setback with captaincy. Tim Payne announced mm. that he's down from captaincy. Um, a small scandal brewing there. So uh, we don't know the extent of it, but <clears throat> he's officially stepped down. The next question is like Sri Lanka is looking for a yeah. coach. Australia is looking for their next test captain. So, few leading guys in the mix are Pat Cummins, Manas. Those are the two front runners at the moment. Outside candidates, Usman Kawaja. Let's go for it. Travis Head as well. Yeah. Um, that's an outside mix. Mm. Um, <clears throat> as a choice. So, I think they'll want to appoint the captain really quick because yeah. you the that's just settles the camp like hmm. um, we know 
coming from the back of Finch, even though he didn't score much runs, he had a settling effect by winning the toss. <laughs> they were keeping things calm in that camp. So front runner is Pat Cummins, but I think mm. a lot of topic being discussed is being a fast bowler. Can he handle the workload of number one? His responsibility has been the strike bowler of the team. Mm to captain in the side. Vida, you've been a fast bowler. I'd like to know your thoughts and especially thinking about yourself as something, what, how do you feel um, that role playing a part in international cricket? Funny you say that, Bora. Um, I am captain in my local cricket club this season, so mm-hmm. it's not an easy job because you're on it all the time. And as a fast bowler, you know, you put a lot of effort uh, to take wickets and uh, Pat Cummins is the workhorse of Australia test team so I don't know how that's going to affect uh, his captaincy and there's a high risk of him getting injured uh, in the middle of the series because it's a five test series and so I think those factors might come in uh, when when they decide who they're going to go as the captain ideally you need a batsman to captain isn't it Bora? I mean Look, looking at the team, Labushain, I don't know, maybe he's too young to be the captain of Australia team in Ashes series. And do you want to go with someone like Kawaja, who is the captain of Queensland Bulls? And they're starting their first game at Gabba? I don't know. But Pat Cummings, they, I think they'll go, go with Pat Cummings. But there will be other question marks in their head, they'll consider those things as well of him getting injured and will he will be able to play all five games? What do you think? Yeah, uh, number one is the fact that the five test match series will mm. he play all five? In the past, we've seen the fast bowlers being rotated, so they might play three test matches and then out of that, because they normally have a strong four member fast bowling group, yeah. and one would sit out to give themselves a break. And rotate around. Mm. Um, James Pattinson in the past was that fourth fast bowler. I think Jai Richardson comes into the mix in this Ashes group. So that's something that that will be a main factor to, for the captaincy option. Uh, Pat Cummins will he play all five matches back with with the series um, we are in play, and also in the mm. future. We can't name a Australia wouldn't I wouldn't think they'll try to name a short like a series captain and then rotate around it. Mm. Um so that'll be a main factor. The use was spot on with Manas, uh, youngish captain. We don't know his captain's credentials yet. Person who has that respect and has led teams well, uh, Usman Kawaja from mm. from a Queensland point of view to franchise cricket where he's led teams and he's been a leadership uh, he's been in that leadership group with within the Australian camp as well so he has a strong following there I personally would like uh, Usman to be the captain um, I think he leads well um, we've seen Ricky Pontin saying that he should yeah. be in the mix um, with Australian cricket uh, or in the top six he, he would be a pick there um, he is a strong batsman in Australia, though his record has been pretty strong. Mm. I think he averages 60-plus in test cricket in Australia. Um, but, yeah, a lot of things being tossed up. Uh, would love to be a fly in the wall when, when the guys make that call, just to know what what things that are being discussed. 
but at the moment media direction is pat cummins but behind the scenes they're probably thinking okay what's the hierarchy is thinking what would benefit um, the group there so let's keep an eye out on that side um mm. england has a lot on their plate as well with their batting group but i think ben stokes coming into the mix as I mean, just boosted that batting order or given more support for Joe Root. Otherwise, his shoulders were getting, he needed yeah. to be a little bit more bench pressers on to carry that English batting order. So Ben Stokes in the mix just helped that out. Interesting. It's a good series to follow. Um, eyes on the Boxing Day Test match as usual. It'll be a sellout crowd here. Yeah. Um, and venture out to the Sydney test. Those are generally where, I mean, a lot of that's around the festive time as well. So, mm. I mean, Ashes cricket is the ultimate here yeah. uh, within the two countries with the tradition. Um, so, yeah. You know what? I I recently started liking the Adelaide test because it's a day and night game. Adelaide sunsets are the most beautiful for our for, you know, yeah. that the twilight hour. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. We talked about... Uh, Kawaja, I had the first hand experience when he first break into the Australian cricket setup. When I toured with the Sri Lanka A team to Australia, we played a, a A team series up in Queensland. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was, I think he was about 18 or 19 back then, batted at number three. And um, he was cutting and pulling our fastest bowlers. Like, you know, he, he had no trouble with our fast bowlers. A um, couple of them were pretty sharp. Like, Nuan Pradeep was, he was touching um, 150s those days before he got injured. You know, yeah. he, he was just breaking into the side. So he was someone like Pat Cummins of Sri Lanka, where he had raw pace um, when he broke into, into the national setup and he didn't have any trouble facing uh, him. And he was cutting and pulling, and uh, and uh, I kept an eye on his performance over the years because um, I played against him. So this is his comeback tour as well. So do you want do you want him to keep that burden? But I'm sure he's capable enough to take that. And because he is he's a he's an experienced cricketer, as you said, his his record in Australia is he's averaging about 60, 60 in Australia. So. I'm sure he'll he's up for the job. Um, you talked about England. Uh, things are heating up again in your uh, in the Yorkshire County Club racism scandal. More news has broken out, and uh, I think the best way for us to talk about this is we might do another episode with our friend Mark Machado of the Morillian podcast, and we can discuss about the Ashes and the latest with the Yorkshire Cricket Club. Bora, what do you think? Yeah, perfect with that. Um, Mark's the best man to get the what's happening in Yorkshire. We've, I mean, we were. It was a good episode we did with him. Um, we are seeing the roll-on effects now um, of what's happening out there. Um, it's a topic, I guess, needs a lot of educating amongst everyone. We can mm. always improve one notch better on the topic of racism just to understand what what it means so self educate like educating ourselves is a massive one um i think it's across the board everyone um so mm. um, mark's the best person to get to have a chat yeah. as well and with the ashes would love to know i mean 
his uh, insights on to um, the english camp so yeah. let's try to give him up for another round i'm sure he's excited to discuss about that as well yeah. um just want to touch base when you said uh, for kawaja being the comeback series for him similar to team pain he was flown out to south africa on the back of what yeah. happened out there mm. so he took that responsibility on he did a good job as well mm. um the next person coming in would have that support around network around him as well to mm. take australia forward again i know australia won the world cup but for jl i think this series asher series will be a big yeah. uh, factor to determine his stint or his uh set up a commitment with australia cricket from a head coach capacity which uh, i mean ricky pontins discussed about his willingness to give the coaching seem to go if it's the shorter format so it's yeah. into the t20 setup um yeah. if there is openings there but again ashes determines uh, where things are heading at sim in australia Uh, can't wait for that series to kick off mm. i mean i'd love to be following from the warm ups onwards as well yeah. yeah a lot of cricket happening with that that's a good thing with uh, international cricket or cricket these days with franchise cricket as well um mm. just quick brief stint few of the sri lankan boys are in dubai playing the t10 yeah. league another yeah. form of cricket that is seem to be picking up mm. um so don't know how far of t10 cricket will progress but um few sri lankans involved there um mm. i'm sure the sri lankan selectors are keeping eyes out for yeah. players who are performing out there to come up i think mahesh tikshana was one guy who benefited from t10 cricket and then the yep. roll on effect of uh, cricket that followed mm. um, so we'll try to see once more the games kicked off and we see more performance see if we, where the boys are at we'll try to get uh, more insight and try to work out a few more strategies of t10 cricket it's a really interesting format um mm. 10 10 overs yeah get being paid lots so of sixes massive sixes <laughs> our so, good friend uh, angie perera has smashed um 60 of 29 balls last night i was just checking the highlights yeah he's he's one of the players who's playing in that uh, tournament um yeah. utaranga he's playing as well isrudana yeah dasun uh, chanaka yeah it, it's another opportunity for players to show what they're capable i saw yeah. chris gale back hitting massive sixes livingston my it's it's uh, it felt like watching the sri lankan um, <laughs> six side tournament you know everything's going yeah. for sixes i think t10 cricket's going to benefit uh, even into t20 cricket where players have to get off with the sixes so they'll probably uh, figure that they're looking is how many sixes they're able to hit off 10 mm. 15 balls so yeah. t10 tends the format to learn that who's got that ability mm. um few for like we've had good discussions with upul and angie um in when we were doing our twitter stints um mm. 
in on social media i mean we've shared the dressing room with them we know how strong candidates and performers they are in mm. in in their respective departments um so wish them well and the rest of the sri lankans out there just make selection headaches for the guys who have to select players by putting in mm. the numbers get the runs behind and the wickets because that's the currency that you have to deal in in mm. in cricket that's a lot of cricket and a lot of areas we've discussed so far in this episode with that okay now we've come to the end of this episode we love to hear from you we want we like to hear your comments and your feedback please send them to sri lankan cricket podcast at gmail.com you can follow us in our socials we love to see your comments and uh, we'll add them in the upcoming episodes and we're going to keep a close eye in the test matches and the t10 league as well and the ashes coming up we'll do another episode next week we'll catch up with you next time thanks a lot everyone for listening um test cricket's kicking off in this uh, side of the um calendar so excited to be recording more podcasts discussing those topics thanks a lot all right see you soon see you guys